welcome to the Feminine Marketing Show. I'm your host, Hannah Hermanson, copywriter, retired business coach, creator of the Feminine Marketing Funnel, and expert vacationer. I'm here to give you the lowdown on everything I've learned about building multiple six-figure businesses in a feel-good, feminine way. So if you've been wondering, isn't there a better way to play this whole business strategy game? You are in the right place. Every week, I'll be here with my best advice, trainings, and mindset shifts so you can grow your business with ease, integrity, and so much joy. You can always pop over to dfycopywriting.org to learn more about me, my team, and the work that we do at Done For You Marketing. Now, let's get to the show. Do you remember back in the good old days when Facebook had a relationship status that you could set? And one of the options was, it's complicated. Like, I think we should bring that back because I talk to so many people and I personally feel like the relationship with social media is so freaking complicated, especially as business owners. So I wanted to set my relationship status clear with all of you and talk you through my breakup with the socials today. So it's just you, me, and my cup of joe, and yeah, the honest truth. So I think that I could have considered my relationship with social media being on a rocky foundation decades ago <laughs> because I have a vivid remember- memory of setting up my social media account. It was February-ish, 2008, and I was in show choir. If you've ever seen the show Glee, that's what I'm talking about, okay? And so we would have these competitions where we would sing and dance and perform. And at one of these competitions, my girlfriends and I met some really cool guys from Iowa City. One was a drummer and one was a guitarist that we were like competing against. And we hung out the whole day and, you know, just did show choir glee things, ate pasta in the high school gym, whatever. And as the day was wrapping up, they asked if we had Facebook and none of us did. I think maybe some upperclassmen or maybe some like kids who had graduated had Facebook, but it was not uh, making its way into all of small town Wisconsin at this point. And so we were kind of like, me and my best friends were kind of like, oh, I don't know, like maybe, okay, yeah, that would be a great way to stay in touch. And so we all go home and we ask our parents, like, can we have Facebooks? And my parents said, no. But my other friends got yeses and they started setting up their accounts. And a few days later, we had a snow day and I was home alone, snowed in with internet. And I remember trotting into the office and sneakily starting my Facebook account and looking over my back. And I just had the whole day to make all of my selfies from gym class vivid and whiten my teeth on all these pictures to, you know, set up my profile. And there were bumper stickers and flair and all these like really fun apps. And I was just loving it. And my parents come home and, okay, okay, shut the office door. Uh, 
genius me, though, leaves the computer screen up. And my dad immediately is like, uh, what's this, kiddo? Is this your Facebook that we told you you couldn't have? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it ended up my parents sat down that night. Such good parents. Like, I let they let me show them the Facebook and show who I was going to friend and who could see my profile. And we checked all the settings and I was off and running. And I used Facebook, you know, high school and then into college. And it was just like, you know, tagging yourself and, okay, great. I'm doing fun things. But junior year of college, I was just like, you know what? I'm just doing things for the tag. Like, this is such a weird, like, artificial reality. I didn't use those words at the time. But I was just like, I don't want to just live my life to, like, put it on social media. So I wasn't on social media for years in between college and like starting my career. It wasn't until I moved to San Francisco and had no friends and no community that I was like, oh man, I guess everyone is on Facebook. That would be an easy way to to stay in touch. And then I learned about Instagram a couple of years later at a yoga retreat. And I thought, oh, I'll just use this to document like yoga quotes that I want to remember And then about 2017 is when I started to realize, oh, I could use these platforms for business. And this is when I really started like sharing my journey and asking questions and doing some videos of life coaching topics and mindset things that I was learning. And I grew a great community. So my Facebook group was like my first lead generation for me and where I got my first life coaching and health coaching clients where I connected with yoga studios to teach in in San Francisco. And it was great. It was great. I connected with my mentors there. I connected with clients. Like I said, it it was such a powerful machine and it was so much fun and it was creative. It was bringing my passions for like photography and copywriting and heck yes, And then when Mac and I started traveling, it was such a great way to share our adventures and stay connected and let people see new aspects of the world. I mean, so, so amazing. And, you know, then let's jump to 2020 when we were all isolated and social was my entertainment, was my communication device with friends, was my way to know kind of like with the news what was happening. Like, it was such a shift over the course of, you know, 10 years to go from, I don't want my life to be living in this thing to, oh, this is where we're living. (laughs) This is where everything is happening. The social media world. And that's awesome. And I'm actually so grateful for all of those eras of social media, but something's changed, right? The algorithm is constantly changing. The app is constantly changing. And the feeling that I was getting was very different in the last couple of years. And when we think about feminine marketing and leading with feminine energy and prioritizing feeling good, because we know that when we feel good, everything else good comes from that, right? We, When we're on the upward spiral, we attract great opportunities and we have better ideas and we ask better questions. Well, I wasn't feeling good on social media. 
And of course, this took a long time to start to recognize because there was such a habit and such a routine of like everything just is on Facebook. Like that's how I communicate with clients. That's where I upload, you know, information to the Facebook group. Um, Instagram is where I would find everyone to connect with. But it just left me feeling like, ugh, right? And so something really interesting happened November, December of 2021. And I was kicked out of my Instagram account. It was one day I just woke up and you cannot log in. You have been banned. And I didn't break any of the community rules. I wasn't, you know, spamming people. I wasn't talking about weed. I wasn't, I did nothing. Okay. But they locked me out. And I started talking to people and I started learning that there are some like black market shady deals that you can like pay people to like try to hack back in. And it was just so heavy and hard and gross and ugh. And so I took about a 10-week force break from Instagram and honestly felt frustrated the whole time because I had like 14,000 followers. Like I said, a lot of my life and business and sharing was centered around Instagram. So I was frustrated, but I also wasn't really willing to like fall out of integrity or, you know, pay some like alien. Like this guy wouldn't even tell me who he was. It, it's just like, okay, that's a no. That's a hell no. But then I came back. Like I said, 10 weeks later, I was able to log back in and I went back and I caught everyone up and I had all of this great engagement and it felt so good because it felt like people missed me. And I also know that the algorithm kind of favors when people come back. You might notice sometime like Hannah Hermanson that's posted to her story for the first time in a while, or they'll kind of put you back on top and it gives you that like, oh yeah, they missed me. I'm back on top. I have, a, you know, hundreds of views on my story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the end of 2021, I was reflecting on the year and doing some business reviews, looking at numbers. And I realized that those 10 weeks without Instagram were our most profitable weeks. And that was really interesting to me. So I looked a little bit more closely and I looked at what was I doing instead of social media? And my day-to-day -day, like business tasks weren't so different, but I realized that I had gained a lot of energy and mental real estate back. And I really liked that. I thought, okay, so the business actually improved. I got time back. I guess I felt better. And so I don't want to just like go back to keep doing the same thing. But I still had this idea that you got to have a social media presence to have a business, especially as someone who does social media copy and strategy for other people. It felt so out of integrity for me to even question Um question showing up on social and question changing what I was doing. But y'all, this is the game of entrepreneurship. It is a constant evolution. We are always evolving. And it's not just about the algorithm and the platforms. It's about us as humans, right? I'm so different than the girl in 2008 who wanted to stay connected with my social media friends. I'm so different than the person in 2017 who was just trying to find a community and trying to figure out all of the coaching and client acquisition strategies. And so to be moving into 2022, I realized that I was becoming something different and my approach to social media needed to, to change. And again, if you're in this like, well, you got to do it and you have these beliefs that it's like, this is where everyone is and I have to show up. Maybe, 
But what happened for me when I started shifting my mindset and like I said, asking better questions, I started realizing that people around me were also leaving social media. I think the same thing happens when you decide to like go vegetarian or stop drinking. It's like, oh, wait, you you don't eat meat? You haven't been drinking for seven months? Like, oh, okay. And so I started talking to some of my friends, some of them you've heard on this show, who also decided to break up with social. And it always started with that ugh energy of like, this is just not feeling good anymore. And y'all, that is key. Our feelings are our guidance. For me, it started by looking at numbers, a more masculine approach to reviewing the year in business. But then when I started thinking about what does that number mean, it always came back to a feeling, right? So that revenue number increasing at the end of 2021 without social media inspired me to look more deeply at what was really happening in my energy and in my mindset. And I had a whole lot less ugh energy on my side. So I want to talk to you next about sort of the the steps that I took to move this breakup forward because it wasn't just a rip the bandaid off, adios amigos, I'm out, (laughs) right? We still got the whole year of 2022 to talk about this relationship status and everything that went down. What's that? You don't have a welcome sequence? Hmm. Is that because it's been on your to-do list forever and a day? Or wait, maybe you just really have no idea what to say. Or maybe you do have one, but it's falling flat like day two hair that hasn't been washed. Well, either way, you're in the right place because your brand new welcome sequence is about to make your shoulders dance. Download the done for you copywriting welcome sequence template and fill in the blanks with your personal brand pizzazz. Get ready to make a stellar first impression, build rapport, and prime your audience for your next launch. Just follow the link in the show notes. Okay, so when I realized I don't want to go back doing the same way, I decided that we would start a new account that was business-focused. Because the other aha moment that I had when I was really like contemplating or looking at what was happening with Instagram is that business wasn't really happening there. I wasn't getting the right kind of engagement. I was getting comments like, oh, your hair looks great, or you guys are so cute, or DM me to collab, or whatever, right? So while it was like fun to get engagement, it wasn't the right kind of engagement. So we decided to start a new business account. So I had my Hannah Hermanson Instagram And then we started a new one and I created a system around that. I made myself a client of the done for you copywriting and we put my social media accounts into our system and our process. And it was so fun, you know, to like um, brainstorm with the team, come up with real ideas and think about, you know, what's the strategy. And we did that for several months. I delegated to the team so that I wasn't forced to be like scheduling all of the time. And I knew exactly why I was going onto social media. I had scripts of what I was going to talk about. And like I said, there was a strategy and that felt really, really good until other things started taking up more of my time. So initially figuring out that social media system, you know, it took a couple of months to get the team all going and it was rocking and rolling. We got thousand plus followers. It was good. It was fine. 
until I started feeling that ugh energy again. And what I realized is that it was almost like a grieving process, right? I'm talking about Instagram specifically here had changed so much. It was no longer, you know, share your quotes or share your images. It was video and music and all of these new things all of the time that felt like, oh gosh, like this isn't fun. (laughs) And while that might sound like not a business decision, just because you're not having fun, you should stop doing it. That is exactly how I make business decisions now. Okay. Leaning into the feminine energy. And again, looking at the months that I have the most fun or I'm on vacation or I'm the most like off of social media, our best revenue months, like why are we still trying to force this old strategy? It just felt out of date. So again, look at the data. Look at where did our clients come from? Where are our great clients coming from? Because like I said, I was getting more busy with our clients. And so figuring out how to make a reel every day or every week was just kind of like, oh, okay, yeah, like find time to do that. Force, forcing it vibes. It didn't feel like flow. Okay. These are all the red flags in feminine marketing that you're not having fun. If it feels hard and heavy, if it's not fitting into your flow, like red flags, that's just the universe saying, there's another way. Not this way, Hannah. Like, right? So I talked to my energy coach about this a lot. (laughs) It was like every week, like, okay, here's the latest in my relationship with social media. Here's how I'm feeling. Here's what I did. Here's how much time I spent on it. Yada, yada, yada. So my coach um, inspired me to take a break. She said, this isn't an all or nothing thing. This isn't like you have to do this forever. Let's just take a break. Let's just experiment with it. (sighs) This is why I love you, coaches. Thank you for reminding me that it's not all or nothing. (laughs) This shows up in so many places of my life and maybe yours too, where it's like, okay, this isn't working. So I have to radically change everything. Well, that was great. Okay. So I take this week long break. I don't make any big announcement. We just kind of pause things. But I was still like kind of checking in on my laptop and like kind of checking in on Mac's phone. And it was still taking up so much mental real estate because I was thinking about how do I come back? How do I not like, oh my gosh, I think you might be able to relate like the number of time that I've spent thinking about captions, thinking about what I'm going to do about this. It's just a lot of mental real estate. So I take this break. I report back to my coach and I'm like, I don't know. I'm still thinking about it all the time. And this happened and that happened. And she was like, okay, so it wasn't a clear, honest break. It's still an energy leak. And y'all, energy leaks. Woo! Another powerful business strategy, just to be constantly asking yourself, what are energy leaks? What are energy investments? And then fixing or plugging up those energy leaks. Um, That's a whole other podcast. So anyway, she says, okay, now we're going to take two weeks, nothing. Okay. Put on the newsfeed eradicator, which is a tool I recommend to all of you. We're going to talk about in the final part of this section the final part of this podcast, but she said, nothing, no checking it, no checking it. And it honestly felt like a breakup because I was realized how used to I was thinking about Instagram, filling my time with the apps, numbing out on the apps, looking at other people, checking in on random influencers I don't even know. 
And I suddenly was spending more time in my own mind. Like I have vivid memory of being in the pool, just like staring at the wall and being like, what am I thinking right now? I wasn't doing anything. I wasn't reading. I wasn't scrolling. I wasn't like trying to come up with captions. And I just started like observing my own thoughts. I know. I know. All you mindset coaches are like, yeah, good. Like, (laughs) but it was radical for me. And I don't think we do really honestly realize how much noise there is. And I continued doing that for two weeks. And I really started to enjoy the clarity that I started getting. And I started asking myself more, better questions. And this is honestly when the idea for the Feminine Marketing Show came to me. And this is when I started reading more books and connecting with more thought leaders. And, you know, thank you, because now we have this show because of that break. After two weeks, you know, I go back to my coach and she's like, all right, so, you know, what do you think you want to do next? And I was like, I do feel great. Okay. First and foremost, I feel great. I'm having amazing mental clarity and I want to continue that. But I also feel like there's still this open loop because I haven't told anyone that I'm not on social. I'm afraid that there are DMs in my inbox that I should go check and blah, blah, blah. So we made up the next experiment. So I go back and I check some of my DMs and yeah, I'm like an addict over here. Actually, this is an addiction, just so you know. So the addict in me is like, well, I'm just going to look at my own profile. And then I start clicking on people who liked it. And then I start seeing other people's stuff. And I'm on this whole rabbit hole again. And it didn't feel good. And so I went ahead and continued the break for a few more weeks. Just not saying anything, just moving on with my life. And I went back to actually post about this show being live and to say, you know, I've made the decision. I'm not living on the gram anymore. And I posted it and that hit wasn't there anymore. I got likes, people commented, yeah, this is amazing, whatever. But it wasn't fun. I didn't have that same hit. And then there's this like grieving process that has continued to kind of transpire because I realized this isn't the same social media anymore. This isn't the same relationship. I'm evolving. The platform is evolving. My ideal clients and where they hang out is evolving. And so it really felt like a breakup. Like, thank you, socials, for getting me where you've gotten me. Um, But where I'm at right now, it really feels like a clean break, growing in different directions, letting ourselves be our own people, and pouring my mental energy and creativity and divine energy into places that really feel good has been rewarded. And so if you're feeling like it would be scary, yeah, okay, it took me like a year to like make the hard break, okay, on and off again. I promise you that at least the mental clarity and mental real estate that comes from setting down the ugh things, it might not be social for you. If you're listening to this podcast and you came this far, it probably is. Um, But I want you to know that even as business owners, you can have a thriving business and you can love your life and you can stay connected with your community in other ways. So where I'm at right now with social media is I feel like I've broken the addiction. 
and really proven to myself that while it was a good way to facilitate relationships and stay friends with those Iowa City boys and even start my business, I've proven that it's no longer actually a business activity. It's really more of a distraction for me and how I desire to run my life, run my business, and attract my ideal clients. So I'm going to talk to you next about how we're running our business off of social media without the attachment to figuring out the algorithm or posting regularly, right? Because you do need a place where people can connect with you and sense your energy and see what you're about. So I'm going to talk to you about how we are doing that in 2023. I keep hearing about it here on the show, but it is truly all relationship-driven, And like I said, social media used to be a great place to do that. Just how we engage with it has radically changed. So I took a look at all of the things that we were doing and gave an energetic gut check to them. Okay. So it was only one. I mean, social media was just one thing we were doing. But I was also hosting the Dream Life is Real Life podcast. And we were emailing our list and we were getting referrals at the time. And clearly the first two had to go. I just realized there's a lot of energy going there that doesn't feel good. And honestly, we haven't had clients coming from there in a year and a half. So we really doubled down on the email list, which, by the way, or if you're not on our email list, make sure you click the links below to jump on the email list. (laughs) And we were getting some really great referrals. And doing the gut check on all of those, it was immediately clear to me because of the tumultuous lead up (laughs) that social media was out. It was ugh energy. It wasn't bringing us the ideal clients we wanted. And it was taking a whole lot of time and energy and bandwidth. The other thing that was out was the Dream Life is Real Life podcast. And if you listen to that show, you know, it just truly felt like a old pair of pants that I had outgrown. And it wasn't really aligning with who I'm becoming. And again, this is the evolution of entrepreneurship. And in meditation, it became very clear to me that I just needed a clear break and to keep the Dream Life is Real Life archive there for people who are just starting their business. But I wanted a new pair of pants. I wanted to move into what we have today. Hello, welcome, the Feminine Marketing Show. What was in, okay, what we kept was email. Very into email, okay? This is where we continuously see clients coming from. It's the long game for sure, but building that relationship through our ongoing email marketing strategy was an absolute holy hell yes. And so we've gone even deeper into really communicating with our clients, not necessarily doing more, but just putting more good energy into our emails. And then Hell yes to referrals. So we built a system around how can we get more referrals instead of just waiting for them to manifest out of the sky or me go knock on doors randomly when we needed clients. um, We took steps to build a referral system. And this is now something that we teach our clients because it's so amazing if you have a business that runs on referrals because it means A, you are amazing at what you do. You get people results. So they want to send you referrals. And B, it's driven on relationships. So that means that when people come to you from a referral, they're warm, they're ready. They're not a client that you're going to have to convince or educate too much. They're ready. They already know that 
They know, like, and trust you. So we built a system around referrals. The other place that we um, are focusing on is the website. So we started a new dfycopywriting.org website, and we put some strategy behind that and now have people just finding us organically. And all of this just feels so good, right? It's this flow, not force situation where we have places on the internet for people to stumble upon us, to consume our content, to feel connected with us. And there, it's working, right? I think about social media being kind of push marketing where we're pushing our ideas or pushing that you got to buy my program or we're pushing our face out there all the time. Do you see me? Do you see me? Do you like me? Do you like me? And I'm now in a position where I'm more interested in, you know, pull marketing, pulling people in, having places where they can connect and engage and spend time with us online and see what we're about. Okay. We have our business cards out there so that people know that we're alive and the lights are on and letting people self-select to move forward with us. <sighs> okay. So that is the story as I know it up until now. Stay tuned. Who knows what will transpire, what will light me up, what will come across the path, what will start to you know shift in this alignment game. But I wanted to record this because I wanted to be transparent and honest. And if you're feeling like you're questioning the social media space or you feel like it, you can't leave, um, there's always another way. There's always another way. And if it's feeling heavy and hard, you can either delegate it, ask someone else to help you with it. You can delete it, just stop doing it completely. Or you can find ways to do it more joyfully. So those are the three Ds I often have clients look at. So for you, what are you doing in your business right now that doesn't feel like play? This is a healthy question I would love you to be asking on a regular basis, okay? What am I still doing in the business that doesn't feel like play? And then do I need to delegate it, delete it, or find a way to do it more joyfully? And that is what I have for you today. Okay, so after all that talk, you and I both know that action brings clarity. So here's what to do next. Go to www.dfycopywriting.org slash free to get your current marketing appraised by the Done For You Marketing team. That's us. <laughs> we want to help you lay all the puzzle pieces of your brand and business on the table so you can see exactly where you're totally on point with your messaging and where you need to zhuzh it up to get you even better results and more clients. And if you got a gem out of this episode specifically, please let us know. Screenshot, share to Instagram and tag Hannah Hermanson underscore and make sure all of your biz besties know about this episode. Lastly, if you're getting consistent value from our show, please take two minutes to leave us a review and let us know what you're loving and what you love to see more of. We love seeing you and we'll be back here next week with another episode.